Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh. Amazing. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello and welcome back to Some Good Friends for another week. I am Stefan and thank you for joining me and all of my guests for uh, another week of talking to all of my best friends in the entire world. Uh, we've talked to so many so far, and I just, it's, when's it going to end? When am I going to run out of friends? We don't know, but we have three for you today, and to do a little Throwback Thursday-style uh, thing, I will say that it will always be three, and it will never not be three. Uh, the anniversary episode was an anomaly. It was a, a freak of nature, and it uh, will never be repeated. There will be no more anniversaries uh, of this show after after that one. Let's talk to some friends of mine, starting with the first one, because we always start with the first one. Please welcome to the show, uh, Jolly Gaga. Welcome, Jolly. Hi, Stefan. Thanks for having me. Of course. The pleasure is all mine. It's uh, it's so good to hear your, your warble coming through the Zoom window. Oh, well, thank you. I have been working hard to mm. uh, keep it up, you know? It's it's really important to keep your talents up. Well, why don't, you're, you're someone who works in, uh, much like myself, you work in showbiz. Uh, why don't you tell me and the listeners a little bit about uh, what your journey has been like so far in showbiz? Uh, I'm so glad you asked, Stefan. Oh, um, yeah, I always love talking about this. Um, so I have been, uh, you know, in filmmaking mostly, but uh, have you uh, heard of this company, Disney? Disney makes movies and stuff? Yeah, yeah. No, um, I've, I've heard of Disney. Yes, I think we've all heard of Disney, Disney Plus. Uh, who do they own? Fox Searchlight, uh, AT&T yeah. maybe? I'm not sure, but I've heard they of them. They are big. Yeah, big. They're big. Um, but I have basically been um, cast in a number of Disney movies oh, as congrats. the bird who holds the ribbons for the princesses. So it's it's a big oh, deal. Okay. It's basically the backbone of the industry. Uh, mm if you if you will but uh yeah so that's been my journey my uh i have been taking acting courses uh mm-hmm. and i have been developing myself um as much as i can and uh i don't know uh, we're gonna get bigger and bigger and uh, you're gonna see me in, in in many other movies i hope so so i know kind of from conversations we've had in the past that your your goal is to kind of branch out from bird who carries ribbon for princess right you're looking for uh, for more media roles to sink your teeth into yeah so i have been you know learning about all different techniques of acting oh. it's basically i want to i want to be in a more dramatic role okay. uh and use the whole skill set i have stefan it's mm. um it's a lot of competition out there i mean all the birds in my neighborhood they mm. they tried to make it they couldn't even make it where I am so um still going strong yeah yeah where where do you where do you live what what's your neighborhood is it in uh Hollywood Mecca Los Angeles or is it somewhere else yeah so I recently moved to Hollywood okay um yeah uh but before that I am actually from uh Minnesota oh Um, Minnesota uh I know I don't have the accent because I don't like I hide it very well well, a lot um, of people do when they come to Hollywood. They they kind of hide mm-hmm. their Midwest accent, their regional dialects in favor of uh, a more, uh, used to be continental, but now I guess just generic American. Yeah. G- generic um, American. Generic American, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I want nothing but to become a generic American. That's what? Generic American. Generic American. Um, uh, it's Gen-American. an industry American. term. Yeah. yeah yeah sorry but um yeah so i hide my accent very well i work out i tan um yeah. and, and I you try take to acting classes yes yeah. of course that's key um but i think what i find most challenging in the industry stefan mm. is the beauty standards mm. i have to say i'm a short bird i'm a very short bird right i have short legs 
a short neck. So I've, I've been very insecure about that, you know. Mm. I have to be honest with you because you're my friend. Yeah, thank uh, you. But it's, it's tough, yeah. Yeah, when you think of, uh, you know, the perfect bird as, as the ribbon-carrying mm -hmm. bird, right, you do think kind of mm -hmm. short, kind of squat robin or uh, uh, sparrow, you know, birds like mm -hmm. this. Uh, when you think of birds that get more dramatic, roles uh mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just quickly trying to think of one off the top of my head but uh, maybe uh you know there were some really serious birds in the life aquatic uh mm -hmm. by wes anderson um alfred hitchcock's the birds of course being yes. the penult penultimate Classic. i don't know which one would be better the ultimate example of birds mm -hmm. and, and those those were birds who kind of branched out from the cutesy fairy tale disney birds into a, a horror genre exactly yeah exactly. which is i'm sure something you'd love to do as well yeah it's funny you mentioned that stefan actually birds the movie birds mm -hmm. uh i i cried when i watched that movie oh. as a kid because you know we, we always talk about it representation is key it's mm. very important and i hadn't really seen ugly birds in movies until mm. then i right. hadn't seen birds like myself on the screen and it was so empowering it was it was just a, a whole different thing and then as you said like I am only cast to carry ribbons or maybe sing every once in a while when the princess wakes up but mm. nothing more than that I, I want to become the hero maybe the villain I don't know oh. but I, I am I am on the right track for that Stefan well what's the what's the quote from the movie we're all the hero until we uh, become this this is a Batman thing till we become the villain or, or something like this and we all kill what we love um, yeah kill your darlings like uh all yeah. of, well for you uh, two birds with one stone i mean i would never yeah of course uh, uh yeah that's that's a that's a touchy uh, subject um, I can, i'm sorry for you you know what i probably can't even say that so i apologize yeah it's, it's fine you're a friend this is uh it's just us but um it doesn't excuse my behavior us. you know just because i don't know what's wrong yeah doesn't mean that mm -hmm. it's not wrong uh, and now that i know i need to atone for my behavior so uh, i'm sorry if i've offended anyone in the past with my behavior and i'm sorry if they were offended by my behavior so <laughs> i think we've cleared that up and everyone will forgive me um and i'm yes, curious if your absolutely. decision to go in a in a more dramatic role is influenced a little bit by disney's decision to kind of step away from even the word princess uh i mean when i think of disney movies i think the last one where we would have seen a bird uh would have been tangled mm -hmm. uh and then of course we have frozen uh not a lot mm -hmm. of birds uh reindeer yeah. snowmen etc etc and then but she, still a princess uh two princesses mm -hmm. uh but mm -hmm. now raya and the last dragon uh they don't even use the word princess they she's known as a warrior uh and not a bird to be seen so Mm -hmm. Was it a mutual parting of ways between you and Disney, I guess is my question? Um, yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned Stefan because mm. it, it's it's a it's a matter of supply and demand. Like I'm an actor, but I know economics. Um I <laughs> I shouldn't I should know um that you know when the demand for princesses gets lower, the supply of princesses also got lower over the years. Yeah. And um what happened to me was I was specializing in princess birds, you know, being a princess bird is, is a specialized job. So as you might say, it's, it's, it was mutual, mm. but I think people tend to forget that if you transform the princess, what happens to her friends? What happens to her companions? No one thought about that. No one no. cared about us. And um, I guess it was a blessing in disguise for mm. me. I, I branched out. I, you know, I found my own voice, but mm -hmm. it was tough, Stefan. It was tough for a while. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm super impressed that you're kind of taking this leap. You're taking this oh. risk. Uh, I mean, for a bird, it's a lot less risky to throw themselves off a cliff, but I still admire the sentiment of it, uh, especially the courage to do this, take mm -hmm. this leap without falling back on your master's in economics, <laughs> uh, which I think would be tempting for anyone uh, in your situation, but uh, kudos to you. Yeah. And, and I want to yeah. know what kind of mm. what would be your dream role as a as a dramatic actor? 
uh, oh, I have I can talk about this for days, Stefan. Um, well, we I'm have about working... three minutes uh, before I have to introduce the next guest. So try and condense <laughs> that uh, that day long TED talk into into three minutes. Of course. I mean, we'll talk about this later. For of course. Sure. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I am actually working on a screenplay myself oh. uh, and I want to get into more theater. Okay. And be known for that. I kind of want to uh, be uh, still a screen, still a screenplay though, not a not a play. It's a screenplay that yeah. will be adapted from a play, and okay. it will just rock everyone's world in okay. every in every field. It's a play. It's a play, but it will also be played on screen as a screenplay. Okay. Um, <laughs> see, I'm thinking ahead, and. The, the role I want to play is I want to be a queen that mm. is so broken inside that lost oh, everything okay. to protect her country. Mm. And I just wanted to be that queen and I want to show, I want to channel that, that struggle to show it to the audience. But I'm still, I'm still working on it. I'm, so uh, you're, you're writing this play, uh, mm -hmm. screenplay that is a play, will maybe yeah. adapted one day into a movie. You're starring in it, of course. Um, of course and i would imagine that you will be directing it as well uh, yes and mm -hmm. i will um it's funny you mentioned my master's in economics uh i will probably produce it okay of and course. i will probably also do everything financial mm -hmm. uh in the background and i will basically make that movie uh, like like it's my child Sl i will bear slash play. that child yeah yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's your baby. Uh, it's now baby. let me ask you this: this play slash movie slash screenplay is it a a one a one bird show? It is, but I mm. also want to <laughs> have um, have a love interest. Okay. Yeah. I've watched I watched these princesses throwing their love interests mm. all around. Like they're not grateful for it. Uh, honestly, Stefan, this girl deserves it too. This okay. queen needs to have a have a king. But it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna it's gonna maybe be a two people play crash slash screenplay okay, crash and so into yeah. Maybe a serialized TV show. We'll get novels in there. Yeah, like a, 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 I believe it's called a, yeah. an expanded universe uh, these days. Exactly. And I mean, I don't want this to seem kind of like uh, obvious. I've said it before. This is not gotcha journalism. This podcast, but it it seems mm -hmm. to me that you've labored so long uh, as a servant of the monarchy, uh, serving these princesses. Cast aside when the mm -hmm. movie's over. What, as you say, what happens to their friends when they uh, when the princesses disappear or change back at midnight? Uh, you get changed back too, and everyone forgets about you. And yet, mm -hmm. you've chosen to uh, with your own creative output output remain fixed in the monarchy making yourself the queen a uh, promotion i mm -hmm. guess but still you're you're within the the caste system of royalty and not only that but doubling down on a queen needs a king which people love to see now you know we get movies like frozen mm -hmm. and movies like tangled people love the thought of like mm -hmm. there needs to be a love interest yeah uh, so um, i guess my question is how do you where do you get off and how do you justify yourself <laughs> Well, I mean, um, first of all, I'm going to clarify that mm. my character, the queen, doesn't need a love interest. She wants okay. a love interest. Okay, that would be nice. Mm. Uh, also, about the other part of your question, I guess I wanted to double down on that, that monarchy idea. Mm. Because, let's face it, Stefan, it's capitalism. It is, oh, it is what it is. You are consumed until you become the consumer oh from batman <laughs> yes so that's the whole idea oh, I, that, you're I'm taking down the a... system from the inside yes but also enjoying it in the meantime that yeah, sounds i mean very you... mean <laughs> no 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 if you if you're there you have the opportunity enjoy yourself uh i mm. i'm sh i think it's gonna where's this uh play gonna be put on in minnesota <laughs> Oh, so First. you're going back home to Minnesota to kind of yes. really stick it to all the people from the neighborhood. Of course, all the birds uh, all that the could birds. make it, they they got to see it. And then we're going to branch out. Oh, wow. Well, best of luck. I'm sure it's going to be. I'll be there in the front row 
of the Thank tree, you, of I guess. <laughs> um, I, I support the arts, so I will, I will, I'll fly down to Minnesota and I'll be there. Um, please stick around. Uh, I'm sure maybe some of the other guests will have opportunities. They're looking for a, a serious bird actor, um, but oh, we have to introduce. God. Deuce, my uh, my next friend of the day. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend Chaz Gurney. Welcome, Chaz. Hey, what's up, Stefan? Nice to see you again. Good to see you as well. You're you're looking uh, good. Uh, can you tell me where you are right now? Yeah, so I'm calling in from hell. Um, yeah, you know, just working working on a Sunday. You know how it is in hell, right? Mm, I, I understand. There's no weekend. No, no, there's time isn't really a concept that we abide mm, by in hell. Okay. We're kind of just, uh, you know, it's just everlasting torture, which is, um, you know, it's a job. It is a, it is a job. Uh, can you tell me and the listeners a little bit about what your position is in hell? Sure. So I am the head fiend of the Devil's Radvocacy Group, <laughs> um, also known as the Devil's Radvocate. <laughs> Mm. Uh, so basically what I do is I'm kind of a spin doctor for sin and evil, mm. uh, pursuits of the morally bankrupt. Uh, and, you know, we help provide PR services to the big guy, make sure that, you know, people understand how rad being evil can be. Right. And I, and I remember how we met, uh, we were at my, uh, my high school mm -hmm. and we all got called down into the gym and we had a very affecting and kind of very serious presentation about the dangers of drunk driving. Uh, mm -hmm. And then after that, the principal got back up there and they were like, and now uh, we have uh, Chaz with the Devil's Radvocacy Group. And you came in and, and did your presentation about drinking right. and driving. This was like a big part of, um, you know, trying to show both sides of the story. Mm. Um, we saw this a lot with like, uh, you know, like Fox News coming in on the 70s. Like mm. <laughs> this was people trying to present all sides of an argument. I know I was able to get in with your principal, let him know that excluding drunk driving was not chill, all right? Mm, because there's yeah. actually a lot of people that enjoy drunk driving. Mm -hmm. And whether you want to make that decision or not, you should realize that it'll give you the confidence to do some really cool stuff. Right, yeah. And I remember you you kind of ran up. You did that thing where you run from the back of the gymnasium to the front. Uh, you had fire, uh, which mm -hmm. as a kid, I was like, this is way cooler than the last assembly I just watched. And, uh, and I remember you, the fire kind of lit up these letters at the back of the gym that were like, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had, a, we had actually a pretty big uh, pyro budget for that. Um, I do remember uh, I actually learned to longboard for that presentation. Uh, oh. I just came in straight from the back, uh, you know, hands out, high-fiving people down yeah. the aisle. Um, and I think we, you know, we, we got a lot done that day. Uh, I'm not going to say it's my, my biggest accomplishment, but I'm glad I was able to, you know, uh, reach an, a, a little guys like you in high school. Yeah. I mean, a, a country high school like mine, your words, uh, were definitely heard, uh, and enthusiastically embraced, I would say. Um, but you know, let's not beat around the bush. Uh, you say your, this was not your biggest accomplishment. What would you say is your biggest accomplishment? Oh, uh, that's a tough one. You know, we've done a lot of great work over the years uh i gotta say uh having this job has been a real blessing for me um you know not to not to invoke <laughs> the lord's name we don't really love his blessings but you know satan can also give blessings of his of own of course yeah yes um some great accomplishments at least top of my head um i gotta say genghis khan um <laughs> you know <laughs> we were really able to take him from this like you know brutal warlord and I think what a lot of people remember him now for is kind of just like this guy that was getting out there. He was fucking a lot. And, you know, he had that rad mustache and beard. Yeah. I think that was that was a cool combo. And his legacy lives on because of that. Okay. Um, I think we really did help change public perception on Genghis Khan. Uh, yeah. I would say that's one one thing I'm most proud of. So um, so you kind of you took you saw this uh, this brutal warlord. Yeah. And, and you yeah, were like, totally. OK, here's what we want. Genghis, keep that. Mm -hmm. We want you to keep that, and also we want you to be a kind of a, a deviant sexual dynamo <laughs> exactly. at the same time. Yeah, because, you know, we love that he's going around, he's murdering people. That's yeah. awesome. You know, we don't want to take that away from him. We're not here to change Genghis Khan. He's doing, he's doing you know, our boss's work, and mm -hmm. we love that. But we want him to have qualities that people can identify with and be like, that's fucking sick, dude, you know? Mm. 
Yeah, and those qualities were the mustache and uh, the sexual had... exploits. Yes, the mustache was actually a really big part of it. Was that your idea? Did you bring that to the table? I Listen, it was a team effort. We don't like of to course. claim credit. Um, there's a lot of other people working on this, on, mm. uh, you know, on this case. I do have to say, I do have to say, just, you know, for my own conscience and for you to know, and, you know, for the listeners out there, mustache beard was my idea. Oh, and that's, you know, it, it worked. The beard, the beard and the mustache, they, they play. So what are you working on now? What kind of projects you have going on? Well, right now, obviously, there's been a lot of stuff going on, as I'm sure you know. I am aware. Um, yeah. Um, so early on, pandemic-wise, you know, we were doing a lot of stuff with hoarding supplies. So we were kicking around an idea for a hand sanitizer slip and slide, um, <laughs> trying to basically, you know, a Sesame Street uh, or Sesame Place kind of water park with uh, valuable medical supplies. I thought that could have been a really mm. good idea. Um, never really took off, unfortunately, but, uh, we're still a home hope. It sounds like we still got time, oh, um, you know, just getting people around and coughing into each other has been, uh, you know, a simple idea of mine mm. that I think has just gained a lot of traction because it's so attainable, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anyone can do it. It's the ultimate DIY project is just to cough on your fellow human beings. Exactly. And it's like, you can do that while you're in the grocery store you can do that when you're walking when you, you can even do it on a bike ride you know you do a little drive bike yeah. off it's like so, the the kegels of uh being a shitty human being it's exactly <laughs> like the kegels i'm so glad you said that because we actually invented kegels too that was, oh that, that was us so, okay that was us that's i did you know that before you brought it up or not? no i no. i just i know it's something that you can do while you're sitting at your desk while you're taking a nap while yeah you know. just like squeezing your own genitals from the inside <laughs> with other yeah. people around is something that we are huge proponents of okay and also i would imagine you're also proponents of squeezing your genitals from the outside while other people are around oh. as well <laughs> oh stefan you know you know we are just any kind of genital squeezing you're yeah. a fan of premarital sex has been one of our cornerstones okay. at the devil's radicacy group uh we actually started christianmingle.com to try to tempt christians into you know having sex before marriage that yeah. was that was one of our big, uh, you know, digital launches uh, in the current age. Well, I remember signing up for ChristianMingle.com because, you know, when I was dating, I, you want to explore all options. You want to be open-minded. And I found that every time I would click on someone's profile, somehow I would end up on Ashley Madison uh, mm -hmm. looking mm -hmm. for people who are having affairs. Right. I mean, those two kind of go hand in hand, right? Because mm. either we want people fucking before marriage or mm. we want people fucking outside their marriage. Yeah. Then you, you got lust. You got adultery um right it's a very we have a very multi-pronged approach for all these things and okay yeah uh it's great to hear you know from the field that it's working out um hope hopefully ashley madison was working out for you but if well it, it did until they leaked everyone's private information uh yeah that was and... you know that was actually really rough for us um that was like a that was a huge pr thing for us and uh really set us back quite a bit because you know we were doing good behind the scenes work there yeah, and I remember your uh, your sex before, because we also, of course, in my high school had the safe sex uh, assembly, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and then who was who was there right after, uh, right. coming in on the longboard, high-fiving, pyrotechnics, uh, a lot of the same effects, because you did, it was the same banner, it just said, but it's fun. <laughs> but it's, yes, that's, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the motto for what we do. Yeah. Uh, I know we did, we did try to throw out a lot of lube during that uh, presentation, uh, you know, we want people to be having sex, whether it's safe or not. That's that's up to you. Um, but we do want it to be, you know, nice and lubed up is is mainly what we're worried yeah. about. Yeah, and and you uh, you also weren't throwing out little bottles of lube. You had kind of cannons. I had a, almost a hose. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was like a guar show a little bit. There were a lot of injuries leaving that assembly. What? Listen, Stefan, chafing is not rad. <laughs> all right. If there's one thing I want you to take away. From our conversation today, chafing is not rad at all. Yeah, no, we want everything to be smooth. We want it to be slippery. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, this—I could imagine this idea lent itself very well to the hand sanitizer slip and slide. Yes, yeah, a lot of my a lot of my ideas end up being uh, liquid based, okay. and uh, you know, a gathering of people uh, just getting all wet and wild. Yeah. Love that Spring Breakers. You know, oh, I'm sure you know Stefan. <laughs> Spring Breakers, the movie that was oh. you. <laughs> Well, actually, it's funny you mentioned movies. I do have a pretty 
uh, break big hand in Hollywood. I know um, mm. our last uh, your last guest there was doing some stuff. Um, but you know, I actually uh, one of my major projects was turning witchcraft cool. So oh, basically, we went from Salem witch trials. You know, people hunting down mm -hmm. witches for for doing magic. I turned it into a rebrand, and we got Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay, wow. were you responsible for both Sabrinas or just the original? So I listen. I would love to take credit for the second one with Kiernan Shipka. I really yeah. would. Mm -hmm. I cannot. That was, you know, Kiernan has done great work. Um, I wish I got to work with her sooner, um, but she's she's doing great work with Sabrina. Uh, now we had the original with, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I work with a lot of people. Melissa Joan Hart, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and she was killing it. You know, like she really turned the image of witches from something. Um, to be, you know, terrified up to something that's like fun and, you know, whimsical. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, that was a real, she did really great work. There. Well, let's talk shop for a second. I want to know what uh, projects you have in the pipeline, Hollywood wise. And uh, can Jolly, uh, are you looking for a bird to, uh, to play any of the roles? Oh, I was just going to ask that, Stefan. Thank you. This You're is welcome. an honor to meet you. Oh, Miss Gaga. Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen some of your work in Disney. Uh, we actually work with Disney quite a bit. Um, uh, well, my understanding yeah. is that you put, you drew the penises onto the cover of The Little Mermaid. You wrote Sex in the Sky yeah. of The Lion King. Mm -hmm. uh, these were all Yeah, that here. was one of my, we love doing that. Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Smart, um, smart, good. Um, yeah, I guess, I, oh, I did have kind of a question for, for Miss Gaga over here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, what are your thoughts on, Saoirse Ronan and Lady Bird. Do you feel like <laughs> actresses like that are taking away roles from real birds? Because I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Saoirse Ronan is not a bird. She does not identify no, as a no, bird. No, she's not. Um, she's not. The same thing happened with Birdman. Um, oh, the movie. Right. That was yeah. Yeah. a white male Michael as Keaton. a bird. Come on. Um, now here's the thing, I mean, though. I mean, we're we're talking Birdman and Lady Bird. Uh, going into those movies blind, I would not expect a full bird or a full human. I would expect a half lady, half bird, and a half bird, half man, respectively. That's the thing. We are conditioned to think that way, Stefan. Oh. I think I think I think it could be good for us and for our kids to see birds when there's bird in the title. You know, mm -hmm. is it is it too much to ask? I completely agree with you, um, Chaz. But um, right, I I think there's enough people in Hollywood taking roles away from birds that we, if there is an opportunity for a bird to to have a leading role in a movie, um, we should give those opportunities to them. Absolutely, you're a smooth talker. Um, this uh, you know, this conversation has turned into something uh, surprisingly progressive, considering it's an agent <laughs> of Satan that we're talking to, who who does pro drunk driving assemblies. <laughs> I Listen, suppose. I love drunk driving, but I want to I want to see birds succeed in Hollywood. If that means Saoirse, Listen, I will be honest. Saoirse Ronan did personally wrong me once. Mm. Uh, this might be a personal vendetta, but uh, if I get to hit, help out another actress out in Hollywood, you know that's that's a bonus in my book. That is good. One last question before, I mean, I get your contact information for later. Do, um, is this, um, is this an arrangement where I have to sell? A deal with a the devil. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, it is, it is a sort of deal Just with the checking. devil, of course. Just checking. I know, I know from economics that nothing is free. So just making sure. <laughs> just uh, well, yeah, we'll talk later. This has been great. Yeah. Do they no, do I... they have a, a a class in your economics masters about deals with the devil? <laughs> well, it's, it was an elective. It was an elective. Um, yeah. I, I hope did you took take it. it. Oh, good. Yeah, good. of course. Mm -hmm. I, oh, I aced it. Yeah. Yeah, I, we'll I do roll into some of those classes. You know, on a long board, <laughs> straight through the aisle. High fiving people down on the way down, uh, you yeah. know, large pyrotechnics uh, displays. Uh -huh. So, fun. but it's yeah, fun. It is fun. Yeah, deal with the devil. It's dangerous, says your professor, but you know, it could be cool. Yeah, because we had that assembly too, where we had the uh, anti deal with the devil group come in. Mm -hmm. They gave it very mm -hmm. boring. They did these awkward oh. skits that they were supposed to be funny, but they just fell flat. And then, of course, who do we see rolling in on the longboard? Pyrotechnics, horns are blazing. Uh, <laughs> right. But we got Chaz, and that was that was a good one too. And the lube cannons. Um, but that my high right. school was pretty much covered with lube the entire four years I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of our budget goes to pyrotechnics, but surprisingly, most of our budget is on lube. Um, yeah, and we use high quality stuff. Okay, Stefan, like, 
we're not using your cheap KY. No, I, I organic I, water based. Yeah, I remember the. It was very important that it was water based. We don't want any mm -hmm. kind of infections or, or mm -hmm. uh, negative repercussions. Some people don't like oil based, so it mm -hmm. was. Uh, you did your research. Um, yeah. Pyrotechnics, not so impressed by because you come from hell. I understand there's a lot of fire down there, but yeah, it's, the you know, it's, it's part of our culture, and yeah. um, you know, it's to be expected. Even in hell, what like for someone from hell, it wasn't particularly miraculous. I get that. Yeah. No. Uh, well, great to talk to you, Chaz. Uh, I'm excited to see what develop it's, develops from this new professional relationship. Uh, and uh, please stick around because I, who knows what our last guest is looking for. Maybe maybe she wants a, a piece of the, the old devil's pie, if you will, right which is a disgusting way to say that. Oh, don't uh, tell me, Stefan. But uh, let's talk to her. Please. Ow. My elbow just cracked in a very painful way. Little inside baseball about the podcast. My joints are weird. Uh, let's talk to my friend, uh, Renee Rainwater. Welcome, Renee. Hello, Stefan. So nice to be here. Thank you. Oh, of course. Uh, now, you are a gardener. Yeah, I'm really proud of my gardens. Yeah, you, it's, it's that time of the year. Uh, spring is in the air. It's uh, We went right from pleasant spring temperatures to 24 degrees. Uh, with very little uh, intermission, uh, tell us about mm. what the garden what the garden scene is looking like this year. Well, you know that big change in temperature did shock my little seeds a little bit, but oh, I no. think they're they're adjusted. It's okay. They like it. Yeah. Mm. So I've got the pollinating plants growing. I've got everything to attract all the hummingbirds and all the monarchs and all the other pollinators to mm. help all of my flowers and to drive my honey business. Oh, you have a, you're starting a honey business. Oh yeah, yeah. I started last year. It's quite popular. Okay, and so you're running. You're you're, uh, you're you got the apiaries. You got the bees in there. Yeah, yeah. I have bees all over the backside of my building. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> They're no. just like hives. So you do. I know. I know that you live in kind of a small apartment on the fifteenth mm -hmm. floor. Uh, yeah. So we're always talking about your gardens, and I. And I've been to your apartment, and there's definitely yeah. no indoor gardens. So I'm no. Where where do the, where do these gardens live? Is it a community garden or? So, I this is uh, this is me admitting something. But oh boy. next time you come over, I'll show you. What we do is we go on the back balcony, we take a ladder up to the roof, and then we jump to the neighbor's building. And I have gorilla green roofed all the buildings around me. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I, I I kind of think of it as a favor to my neighbors. Who doesn't want a green roof? They don't know they have a green roof. And they don't reap I'm the sure, I'm sure you don't give them honey or vegetables or, or anything. Well, they buy my honey. Right. So I guess I'm a little bit of a selfish gardener, I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have but all types brings... of gardeners. We have the constant gardener, selfish gardener, uh, <laughs> the avant gardener. Um, <laughs> but you're you're mm -hmm. just the selfish, and that's okay. You know, in in pandemic, if we've learned anything, it's that self care is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You should come up there. It's it's really beautiful. And well, do I have it's... to do it at night and wear all black and a balaclava and kind of sneak around? <laughs> Um, you don't have to. It's preferable. Hmm. Yeah, but we can we can make a trip in the daytime if you're more comfortable with that. Well, I just I don't want you to get caught. Uh, I don't want like oh, a, it's a too traffic... high up. Well, a, tra a traffic helicopter could uh, fly by and be like, "Who are those people?" Immediately, they call the cops. Uh, the cops are like, "We're so well funded that we can investigate this." Um, I wish someone would take away all this money that we have, but they just don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, yeah, my I, worry. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a problem because the cops or the helicopter, they won't know that the building owners don't know there's a garden there. They won't know that the building owners don't See, know. And the building owners don't know that the cops don't know. Yeah. And we the, don't know what either of them doesn't know. That's true. But <laughs> that I, I have to admit, it's a little risky talking yeah. about this because in the center of each garden... Mm -hmm. are my prize plants oh what are those and they're they're special marijuana plants and oh. that is where the honey comes from that's why people love my honey the honey so the bees pollinate the marijuana plants yeah. and then go yeah. back to the hive yeah and i would assume that the the honey is then laced with thc or cbd or yeah both. exactly it's really okay. pleasant to have in your tea in the morning 
Okay, because I, I, I mean, I have been, I have some friends in, in the building beside yours, and I kind of walk in there, and everyone's wandering around. They look a little spacey. They look a little dazed. Uh, a lot of them have their hand kind of stuck in the Pringles <laughs> yeah. jar. Yeah. Oh, and just to be clear, I'm not, I'm not getting people high against their will. They know it's marijuana, honey. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm we a, all I'm, love surprises. I'm a selfish gardener, but I'm not a dishonest gardener, Stefan. You know me better than that. <laughs> oh, that's a totally different type of yeah. gardener. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you actually use the marijuana plants for the marijuana? Because in, in Quebec, we're a province where you're not allowed to grow any marijuana plants, despite the rules in other provinces that are much more logical. Um. Well, I've gotten around that just a little bit i don't actually grow the plants i've trained squirrels to plant the seeds and i just happen to water like i just water water everything so i'm not technically growing the plants myself it's really the squirrels in my backyard who i've trained and you're just kind of spraying the hose everywhere and if it happens to fall on a marijuana plant then then who am i that's what it is exactly it's really cute the squirrels come up to the 15th floor they 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 walk over to the other side on my little plank i've set up for them and they just spread the seeds the way i've trained them to um you know i was thinking maybe i can do some advertising for this and i i wonder if if gaga wouldn't mind being in my ad as a bird in the garden i could trade you some marijuana honey you want to do an ad for a gorilla secret rooftop (laughs) garden that you don't have permits to do You're right. It's a bad idea, but I'll just put the picture on my Christmas card then. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, and do you see, you're right. And, but Gaga would still need to be involved. I'm sorry to crush a potential yeah. opportunity, Gaga. Uh, no, no, it's fine. I, I mean, I would be honored. I mean, it, it seems like it's, it's, it's a part of the devil's work what you're doing. And uh, mm-hmm. since I'm about to sell my soul, it's going to be worth a lot um so why not i'll I'll help a friend out you're an entrepreneur i'm an entrepreneur we're trying to make it i'll help you oh that's lovely i'll we'll come up with a great barter for marijuana honey and and your time and it's going to be so much fun i do i do remember chaz chaz your your assembly about uh the devil's lettuce Mm -hmm. uh you came in after the anti-drugs assembly you know longboard pyrotechnics Mm -hmm. lube etc etc Uh, you made it sound like dangerous and cool, uh, but this seems like an interesting kind of uh, quaint, homey version of uh, doing drugs. Yeah, and you know, anytime you're doing <laughs> drugs, I'm fully on board, all right? I'm not going to try mm. to take that away from you. I will say that, you know, when you were first introducing this idea, I was a little bit more on board with you secretly drugging strangers. I thought mm. that was mm-hmm. going to be really chill. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you walked it back a little bit, and that's your call. You know, at the same time, I'm the devil's advocate. I'm not the. I'm not some kind of dictator. I. Uh, I, yeah. I. I advocate for things. I don't force people to do anything they don't want to do. All right. And I. I get why you would like that. Yeah. No, I totally. I mean, I used to lace uh, maple syrup with with Molly and give it to strangers. Oh. So that was a lot of fun. We, a lot of fun nights at the IHOP. Um, so I. <laughs> I do know where you're coming from. Uh, so, you know, I've done a lot of assemblies. Uh, most of them lube based. Uh, some of them, they start to blend together, Stefan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, we bear, the lube from the last assembly is usually there when you start right. spraying the new lube. Uh, and I'm not putting this on you, but at my high school, we did have like uh, 10 to 15 drowning deaths per year of students yeah. who kind of... Because yeah. it's hard once you're in lube, you don't really float, and it's hard to tell which no. way is up. You know, so yeah. sadly, yeah. a lot of them swim down kind of towards the gym floor. Yeah, well, the thing is, I also put I put little LEDs on the bottom so they can't tell where the light's coming from. Um, yeah, and, and we do know a lot of, that a lot of high school students are just mm-hmm. kind of attracted to light, like yeah. small fish. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. Um, that's you know until until that brain fully develops, uh, most uh, children are uh, at the at about the same intelligence as a uh, school of uh, barracuda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that was a big part of your assemblies, uh, Renee. I want to know um, you are a gorilla, a gorilla green roofer, um, yeah. and I know you kind of have uh, a conflict, if you will, with uh, Montreal-based Lufa Farms. Uh, and, and for those not in the know, this is a, a fresh fruit and vegetable delivery service. Uh, you get a, a box per week, uh, but they are big. They're jerks. It's trash. Yeah, they're big into the rooftop gardens, and I I know. Uh, there's some conflict and, and some raids back and forth. Uh, do you mind talking a little bit about that? 
Yeah, you know, I I need an outlet. So thanks for asking. Mm. I'm into anybody doing green gardens on roofs, but they're just doing it all wrong. They come, they steal my things, they take my mm. seeds, they tried to kidnap a squirrel. So what did I do? Oh I retaliated. I uh, what, trained oh. my squirrels oh. to go and dig up their green gardens. <laughs> So fuck you, CSAs. Fuck you. Wow. Okay. Strong opinion. I think uh, maybe you should talk to a friend of the show, uh, Lauren DeRoller, who, uh, while in the Montreal Improv bunker, uh, trained a bunch of rats to uh, perform tasks and also to uh, take the form of Channing Tatum when any of us in the bunker needed comfort. Um, this is all oh. references to a show that probably none of my guests have heard. Um, I would love to learn to teach the squirrels to take on another form. Oh, would you also choose Channing Tatum? Who would you choose to be uh, the one who you, you kind of cuddle with when you're lonely? You know, I, I get Channing Tatum, but I think I'm more into the George Clooney. Okay, kind of a more classic, uh, yeah. a classic, yeah. handsome, a little bit uh, roguish, but not, you know, a little. Uh, supplies, good tequila. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Represents a coffee. The edges, but suave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good choice. I think if you train the squirrels properly, that can be, they can grow your marijuana for you. They can savagely attack the, uh, the employees of Lufa Farms and be a cuddle buddy in the shape you of know, George Clooney. I love this brainstorming. And it's actually making me think of something else, Stefan. Oh, is it an On opportunity for Jolly? Actually, it's connected to that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, do you remember, of course you remember, your friend and another guest found baby? Oh, Found Baby, one of my favorite guests of all time, yeah. Do you think Found Baby would be interested in like an Anne Geddes or Anne Gedd's style photo shoot with me in my marijuana garden with Jolly? I, I think Found Baby is down for fucking whatever, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you it's going to be the best Christmas card ever. Yeah, you're, you're planning a lot of Christmas cards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that is great. Well, Renee, it's been great to talk to you. Uh, good luck. I hope uh, I hope you have the night off from attacks by those uh, monsters at Lufa Farms. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, thanks, and thanks for doing what you do. It's a great show. Oh, uh, thank you. That was uh, very nice of you to say. Um, no, my work is nowhere near as important as any of your works, but I like to uh, give a platform for people such as yourselves to advocate or advocate uh, for whatever they they do. Uh, but that's, uh, we're running out of time on the show. That's it for the guest portion. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back after that. Hey there campers. My name is Emmett and I'm the host of Gaze in the Woods, a podcast that explores rural LGBTQIA2 plus experiences from radical fairies and lesbian farmers to backwoods slam poets and community organizers organizing communities the community didn't know where they were all along. Can you have a pride parade when you're the only gay in the village? What is camp when you live in a trailer? And if a genderqueer bear shares their pronouns in the forest and nobody gets it, is anything real? I don't know, but let's find out together on Gays in the Woods, an Upford Network podcast. Oh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Disney movies, Serenay. What uh, what's yeah. your fave? Good question. Um, I think I want to say Ariel, the, um, Little, the Little Mermaid. mermaid. Mm -hmm. It's controversial, I know. Um, all Disney movies are controversial yeah. from this point of view. But uh, I've always liked Ariel. I think she's my favorite. I was trying to think during the show of depictions mm -hmm. of the devil in Disney movies because I, I wanted to make mm -hmm. like a parallel. And so obviously in Fantasia, they actually depicted the devil. Mm -hmm. They had Beelzebub. In God, it. that and, was scary. Yeah, uh, and then the other one I was thinking of is Ursula. Seemed like a very like. Uh, mm, yeah. 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 Um, but I don't know if that's what it was. And then I think they also depicted Her uh, Hades in Hercules. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Which would have right, been yeah. the devil as well. I feel like yeah. I remember the devil from uh, that one Brendan Fraser movie. I forget what it was called. Bedazzled or something. Oh, uh, uh, is it Bedazzled? Bewitched? I, don't... I think it is Bedazzled. I think it's Bedazzled. And yeah. like, yeah, the devil's like, you know, like a curvy, uh, beautiful woman. Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, pretty rad. Uh, as 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 far as ways go to <laughs> just pick the devil, I think that's the kind of the way to go, you know. 
I felt like that movie, like back when uh, Blockbuster was still a thing, I felt like that movie was constantly there. Like whenever I was at Blockbuster, (laughs) I would see that movie and almost, I feel like it was always in the new releases. Like even years (laughs) after it was released, I'd go in and I'd be like, all right, and there's Lord of the Rings one, and there's, you know, uh, this one, and and then, and then Bedazzled, of course, right at the end of the releases. As a cinematic masterpiece, it's constantly being re-released. Yeah. Or, you know, also I was a a younger teenager and maybe the cover uh, just kind of popped popped into my head for some reason. Uh, hard, Hard to say. Uh, Didi, did you have to go to a lot of awkward school assemblies? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, there were, there were definitely some, um, I feel like there were, I don't know, like sometimes people would just show up to school assemblies and like, you're not really sure why they're at your school. Mm. Um, like sometimes a group of high schoolers would put on a puppet show and it's like, is this really benefiting third graders? Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I it would benefit the third graders more than if they were doing it for other high schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. But it's like, I don't know who this is for. I, is it more for the high schoolers to, you know, have them do something? Or is it more for the kids? Because Oh, if I know anything about high school drama, it's for the high schoolers to have something to do. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. It's like, yeah. I, maybe I don't like puppet shows enough, but that's like one that I remember. And... Yeah, I mean, that's not a not, huge fan. Not so bad. Still you you grew up in the states, right? I did. I grew up in Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Got, and and uh, what kind of uh, was it? A more puritanical education there, or was it more liberal? And like, what kind of safe sex talk did you get? Yeah, I think. Well, we definitely got. We had sex ed. Okay. okay. Yeah, we're not like a. <laughs> we're not like that out that far out in the booth. Okay. Like we got we got sex ed. They were like, you know, these are the parts. This is what happens. Yeah. This is what you gotta. Um, I mean, they didn't go into like a ton of detail. They're not like showing us videos and stuff, but um, you know, they're explaining the the basic mm. mechanics of it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see you're still wearing your purity ring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're still you're you're waiting for the right person to come along yeah. and marry Weird. you. Yeah, my my sex ed teacher gave that to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, Allie, I want to know if yeah. uh, if you're a gardener. And have you ever created oh. a green roof? I kill all plants. It's really sad. Like, I can't oh. keep anything green alive. So, no. Uh, you, you kill them maliciously and on purpose. You buy them and then you you destroy yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I buy plants to murder them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of For a, sure. a psycho. Um, well, that's, that's why a I'm shame. vegan. Yeah, no, it is. But I'm really lucky because my partner's a great gardener. Oh, okay. He has like a little raised bed in our backyard, and it's nice. We have veggies. Oh, wow. A a raised bed, a backyard. You're living the Montreal dream. I know. So we're on the third floor, and the backyard is unused by the people on the first floor. So he, well, actually, our friend who was on the first floor created a raised bed, and then when they moved away, we got to keep using it. Wow. That's great. Yeah, I suppose if someone moves in who mines, we'll yeah, have to stop. Then, it's, then but... the dream is the dream is dead, just like your plants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite exactly. uh, summer garden vegetable? Oh my goodness, just I don't know tomatoes. I guess yeah, all of them though. It's always tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes, I think, is so the, yummy. Is the best yeah. one. All right, so uh, let's do some plugs. Uh, Allie, you're already talking. Let's start with you. Uh, what do you have going on? Uh, let us know. Thanks. In non-pandemic times, I co-facilitate an improv for anxiety therapy group. But in pandemic times, we have been having single session improv for stress relief Mm drop-ins. So if anyone wants to try that out, get in touch with Stefan and he'll connect you with me. (laughs) Yeah, uh, send me a message through the Some Good Friends uh, Instagram account and I will pass. If you're interested, I'll pass that along. I'm talking to the listeners now, not to the other guests. Um, (laughs) If you're interested in this uh, group, uh, send me a message and I'll pass the information along to Ali. Didi. Yeah, what's up? Um, Oh, not much. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Stefan? It's been long (laughs) since we talked. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, not. I don't have any real projects going on. I uh, give scoliosis. You can hit me up. I I design rods for that now. So, um, I mean, (laughs) I don't do surgeries, but I guess plug for scoliosis um, because, you know, it gives me a paycheck. Oh, I can um, buy the rod from you and you can shove it in my back and I get it for half price. Don't yeah. have to pay for the surgery. <laughs> right. Most of it is labor costs from people that are uh, not going to make you paralyzed. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you could just duct tape it to your torso. Yeah. I can, it's also just something cool to have. 
you know? If you want just a titanium rod with a little yeah. curve to it, you know, shoot me a message. So when someone has a scoliosis rod in their back, it means they can't bend, right? Like their spine doesn't bend anymore? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you have a little bit of flexibility, but it's definitely a very restricted, yeah. Um, it, at least yeah. for where you have the rod, so. <laughs> when I was younger, I heard about someone having that and getting the rod inserted, and it was terrifying to me that, like, mm -hmm. you would just have this and you couldn't... Uh... But I oh, guess yeah. you're it's you're like making super better. medieval, yeah. Um, yeah. Just like they're like, oh, it's curved. Let's uh, let's just put a metal rod and straighten it. That's yeah. um, that maybe not the future of science, but it's science now. <laughs> well, the ones you make have like a full suit of armor coming out of them. And, exactly. And, and yeah. a crown on top. It's very, it's very Iron Man. Uh, very. It's like a mix between Iron Man and I would say like uh, Attila the Hun. Like very. Uh... <laughs> oh, an another uh, radvocates yeah. radvocacy. Uh... <laughs> Listen, even Guy. when I'm not Chaz, I'm still advocating. <laughs> You're still Chaz. Uh, great, awesome. Check out scoliosis rods uh, wherever yeah. you find scoliosis <laughs> rods. Uh, Serenay, anything to talk about? Um, oh, I mean, not really. I'm not doing anything that could be plugged. Um, but I kind of want to talk about my recent favorite pastime activity, which is sure. crossword puzzles. Oh. I highly recommend that to anyone. What um, do you do? Are you doing the if, New York if, Times uh, Sunday puzzle? Well, or It's it's the Turkish version of that, okay. let's just say. It's like a hundred crossword puzzles in like a tiny little magazine looking thing and you just like go crazy trying to do all of them. Um, and it's, I, I guess, I guess I'm getting old, but I love it. Um, <laughs> And that's, that's been my favorite thing to do lately. And um, that's about it. I do consume a lot of content, but um, that's for another, another, for another you, conversation. Come back on the show. Great. So yes. uh, listeners, uh, everyone pick yourselves up a Turkish crossword puzzle book <laughs> and uh, start doing those puzzles. Uh, too sweet. <laughs> Great, uh, great set of plugs. Thank you so much, Didi, Ali, and Saturday for being on the show today. It was a real pleasure to have you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That's been some good friends for another week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time. Those were.